Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. Rape is always the excuse for having abortion laws and having exceptions to the abortion laws, but having one tragedy on top of another does not resolve the original tragedy. In fact, it compounds it. Life is always the answer. We're going to be having a very special guest today on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead, and our very special guest is Ryan Bomberger. Ryan was a product of rape. His biological mother was raped, yet she courageously gave him a chance to live and also gave the beautiful gift of adoption. He was raised in a family of 13 children with biracial brothers and sisters, some that were able-bodied and some that were challenged. And Ryan is here, the founder of the Radiance Foundation. His website is radiance.life. Ryan, I want to talk with you today about your not only your experience, but particularly as someone who has been addressing black children being endangered because of race and akin to what the black population has experienced in slavery, what we've seen happen in the United States and around the world is very similar with regards to abortion. Speak to that for us. Yes. Well, my wife, Bethany, and I started the Radiance Foundation back in 2009 as a fledgling little nonprofit. The first thing we did living in Atlanta was to take two very easy subjects, abortion and race, combine them and to launch a public ad campaign, the first one of its kind to deal with the hugely disproportionate impact of abortion in the black community. And for those who obviously cannot see me, I have brown skin. I am black and white and just, you know, it'd been written off like many of my siblings saying that we would not be wanted, especially because we were black and brown children in the foster care system. And that's a lie. So we tackled this whole issue. And so our first billboard <laughs> made the declaration, black children are an endangered species too many aborted.com. Of course, one is too many. And wow, we were not prepared for the, the onslaught from mainstream media, the fake news. That was our introduction into how fake news yeah. is truly fake news. And it was a media firestorm. New York Times, USA Today, CNN, the list went on and on. Um, we just got, I guess, in a way, baptized into what it means to be uh, misquoted and and I don't know, miscast by, by the news media, but it was such a great education. And what we found out is that there are those, particularly Planned Parenthood and other abortion activists, who were actually saying the opposite of what we were saying. We were saying too many aborted. One is too many. They're saying not enough aborted. And yet at the same time, they're crying, you know, racism exists everywhere. Oh, but it doesn't exist in the one industry that kills for a living. Mm. You know, Black lives matter. But wait a minute, they don't matter in and out of the womb. So we called them out. I mean, even got as far as being sued by the NAACP because I wrote an article, being the factivist that I am, I wrote an article and called them the National Association for the Abortion of Colored People when they denounced one of our billboard campaigns. And yeah, they didn't like that. So that was <laughs> You're two awesome. years in federal court for exercising you know, one of my most basic civil rights, free speech. 
But this really has stirred up so many on the radical pro-abortion left that somehow say, it's, and now today they're saying it's racist to not fund more abortions in the black community where abortion rates are already up to five times higher nationwide, the three times higher, but in New York city, more black babies have been aborted than born alive. Yeah. And you look at 86% of planned parent facilities are in black and Hispanic neighborhoods. I mean, the facts just scream. Yeah. The largest abortion clinic in the world or in the United States, certainly is in Houston, Texas. It's a Planned Parenthood multi-story building, and it's intentionally placed right there in between a black and brown neighborhood, very close to a public secondary school as well. So all of that is part and partial of Planned Parenthood. And in fact, interestingly, last year, Planned Parenthood came out and finally acknowledged that its founder, Margaret Sanger, was racist. But just acknowledging that she's racist doesn't end the racism. It has been a racist organization, abortion has, and Planned Parenthood has, from the very inception. Margaret Sanger wanted to intentionally eliminate the black population, among others, the brown population, others that were of different lower IQ in her estimation. She called these people weeds. Human weeds. And that's why she put the contraceptive clinics and then later the abortion clinics right in the middle of these minority neighborhoods. Absolutely. I mean, but in that article written by Planned Parenthood President Alexis McGill Johnson, where it says, I'm the head of Planned Parenthood. We're done making excuses for our founder. That was the title of the article. But then she went on to make excuses for the founder right. and saying, and they didn't outrightly say that she was racist. They, She wasn't willing to fully commit to that. Right. But she was justifying, oh, here's why we do celebrate her. We celebrate her because of the birth control crusade. But we have to remember that she wrote in Women in the New Race, chapter 18, I believe it was, she said that birth control is nothing more or less than the facilitation of the process of weeding out the unfit, of preventing the birth of defectives or of those who will become defective. This is the mother of the birth control crusade. So they still were making excuses as to why they still embrace her. And that was the reason why they said, we're still going to honor her, but we're going to take her name off of some of our centers. It doesn't matter. You can change the name of a center, but it doesn't change the DNA of your anti-human organization. But the bottom line is they make a lot of money killing all those babies. Billions. And if you think about the impact that it's had on the black community, it's just incalculable. And it has been, in fact, where this case uh, originated out of Mississippi, the case that went up to the United States Supreme Court in the Dobbs decision, the huge number of percent of the abortions in that state were on black babies. The black population has been devastated. The generations of black women and men that otherwise would, who knows what they would be doing, inventing this or working here, doing all kinds of contributions or just being alive, Mm -hmm. they're gone. And that generation, that generational line has been forever wiped out. Absolutely. I I got myself in trouble a little while ago um, when I made a meme about Planned Parenthood and their eugenics approach to life and their deeply racist DNA. And the meme said, we kill more black lives in two weeks than the KKK lynched in a century. Planned Parenthood, eugenics, no matter what. And Instagram threatened to suspend our account. But here's the reality. There were 3,446 black individuals lynched in the 20th century. But in two weeks, Planned Parenthood kills 4,452 of the most vulnerable black lives. And yet they now call themselves an anti-racist organization. Can this get any more surreal? Like, 
What does racism even mean anymore? I know. Now, Ryan, you said that abortion is slavery. Describe what you mean by that. Oh, it is. I don't think there are two examples in American life of inhumanity that are closer, more closely tied than abortion and slavery. No, no examples in American jurisprudence that have so many parallels. I mean, in both of them, ruled you know seven to two and Dred Scott that black people, people of my complexion, were not fully human and they were not protected by the Constitution. In Roe v. Wade, seven to two decision, where they said that unborn human beings are also classified as not human enough to be protected by the Constitution. In both cases, deemed as property. And anytime a human being is not afforded the personhood that God gives us, every human is a person, every person is a human. It's really that simple. But anytime that is not afforded to any group of human beings, what has been the fallout? Discrimination and death every single time. And there are just so many parallels. I mean, in slavery, you had children who were who were severed from their, their parental relationships, severed from their mothers. And that was in order to profit slave masters. Well, in abortion, children are severed inside of their mothers in order to profit abortionists. There are so many parallels. I mean, I wrote an article, Abortionist Slavery, and it just lists some of these tragic parallels that the radical pro-abortion <laughs> Democrat party, the party of slavery, the party of Jim Crow, the party of KKH, and the party now of unlimited abortion is unwilling to acknowledge except they say that abortion bans are slavery. It's the Orwellian kind of use of language, taking language right. and making it meaningless or using it completely opposite of what it's intended to mean. Just like the definition of woman, not knowing what a woman is. Uh, a United States Supreme Court justice not being able to define what a uh, woman is. Well, our very special guest is Ryan Bomberger. He is the founder of the Radiance Foundation. His website is radiance.life. That's radiance.life. I encourage you to pray for this next battle that is honest now, and that is an intense battle to protect human life. After Roe v. Wade and Casey have been overturned on June 24th, the battle is really intense in the states and in Congress. For more information, visit lc.org. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org, where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. The website again, lc.org.